to Game Time. Community. This is Game Time. Family. It's Game Time. Awareness. There are moments when Game Time gets serious. And always remember, good luck and Godspeed. And Godspeed. And Godspeed. And we are live. Let me go in and tell you this. We start off this show again, me in tears. I want to go. We understand and- why you're in tears, though. <laughs> well, we you, know, you why. know why. I'm in tears. Right. I, I watched it too. Look, it was the worst weekend I could ever have. Now, now this is coming at a weekend where my son has his birthday and my wife has has her birthday, but for football in Louisiana, it was horrible. Okay. Now, I I just want to go in and start off with LSU. Um, you Do know, we have to? Well, I, I I would say I was, I kind of handled that one a little bit better because maybe I've had a little bit to um, sip on and then I just kind of went to sleep because I was cheering for a whole game up to three minutes and 11 seconds. Literally, I'm on an LSU board where I'm going to win $400. No reason if- your weekend sucked. <laughs> like... It was four hundred dollars. If it would have remained seven, nine to seven, and I'm like, somebody calls me up and they say, "Bayon, you about to win four hundred dollars?" I said, "Oh my God, it's a, it's about to happen." Next thing you know, I go to the bathroom. That was my problem. I I I, I should have just, just stayed I, I where you stayed where I was. I leave. I come back. Everybody's laughing. They know. They're feeling bad for the LSU thing, but they know I just lost four. You just lost money. I didn't even Coach, want to know that. That, that, that. At that point, I walk away. Right. I, everybody, everything. It's Go been home. A, it, it's get, it, it's get been a good night. House. Thank you. Everybody has <laughs> you to had leave. A nice time. <laughs> the Popeyes has gotten cold. Every, <laughs> very, very much so, and nobody needs to take my biscuits. Leave them <laughs> right, right here. Right. 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 So now we're on this other side. I I, I, I kind of shake it off because I say, hey, you know, LSU, they lost against number 22 in the nation. Like, hey, you know, uh, maybe. And I try to go and come up with it. But to then, rationalize the fact that LSU just yes. gave the game away. Yes. And you know what? I've listened to other people talk about that game. Let, let's clear that. Okay. Everybody talked about it. I heard the guy Saturday night talk about it on TV, talking about it was the offense. One man had, had the right answer. He said, the defense should have been able to put the game away because there were several times in the game that they had the quarterback, Bo Nix, in the backfield and didn't bring him down. I don't know. Miss tackles. I would have checked his his uniform for Pam. You know it had to be because it was, was slippery. slippery. I'm telling you, they had around him, I don't know what he was. The, the, but the, but but you, you know how they have sticky stuff in with, with the Yankees or, or with these pitchers? Well, whatever he had on him. You couldn't bring him down. Coach, the greatest play that I watched him play that night was the one where he scrambles, get out of trouble. He's over on the sideline. He gets hit, and he still throws the ball into the end zone to a wide-open wide receiver. Now, first of all, we're coaches. So the first thing that's crossing my mind and going through my mind is how in the hell do you let somebody get behind you? That's that's the first rule of being a defensive back. Nothing gets deeper 
than me. Right. I keep everything where I can see it, and I'm like, why are you stepping up trying to play the ball? They can't even tackle him where they got eight guys around the ball. So why would you step up like you're going to come up and actually make that tackle? You bringing my heart to just palpitations, okay? Like, don't need that in my life. So then we were supposed to groove through this. Now I get to the Saints. The Saints are horrible. Next thing you know, I'm feeling some type of way. Not to say that I was to the point of tears, but I cut off TV and I didn't watch ESPN literally. To the, I cut on Netflix, and I'm not a Netflix guy. I said I don't want nothing to do. People were telling me about the um about the Buccaneers and telling me all about these great games. Whenever that game ended, I said football is done for me. Because you, my boy. Because I love you. I watched the game, and I'm rooting for the New Orleans Saints because they're playing the Dallas Cowboys nemesis, the New York Giants. And I hate the Giants Mm -hmm. as much as I hate any football franchise that there is. So the Saints had to win on Sunday. Everything would have been great for me. But the last two possessions of regulation just simply cemented the fact that the Saints defensively in the secondary are just atrocious. There is no way you give up two touchdowns like that. I had a French teacher in high school, and she taught me that trash in uh, in French was garbage. Yeah. Um, I had as well, uh, and now bilingual, and the word is basura in Spanish. But in Louisiana speak, we call it putrid. Yes, that's down that's what the word right gutter. Like, it got to a different level of saying, "How did this happen?" And that's why I cut off the TV, and I said, "No, I didn't cut off TV. I just cut off sports." So then, thank you for bringing me through such agony on a Wednesday. I want to thank you, Coach Clark, for just going and reminding me of that. Well, no, that, that, was, that, that wasn't the point of bringing it up, but you know, it doesn't hurt my feelings. But that, here we that, go. That and we are in, you know. This area because the Dallas Cowboys nah, nah, they nah. won he, on he Sunday. He's a fan of these of these dull stars. I'm not even going to go ahead and talk about. I know that they the won. The stars at night. Tell me about Grambling so that we can go and get and move. Oh, I don't Deep even in the heart of Texas. Oh, oh, See, that's why one like nation it. under a group. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, it seems like Grambling. Finally won a game. Okay, okay. Finally won. Tell tell, tell, tell me, go go, go ahead and give me them highlights. Coach, I'm going to tell you, the game started off like hot garbage. Okay. So garbage was just a It was was in the air. It was the cycle of the day. (laughs) Grambling is down 14 to nothing. Okay. I'm like, man, okay, so we're going to do this again this week because we've already lost three games in a row. Lost to University uh, uh, Southern Miss. We lost to Houston. Lost to Prairie View. And now we're about to lose to Alabama A&M. But between the rain and the sun, let me show you how this all works. It is gray and dark on this side of the stadium. Mm. The sun is shining over here. What? And I'm like, you've got to be kidding. And I'm not talking about, it's coming down pretty strong. Gray and dark over here, sun shining. I say something good's got to come out of this. Now, you know what that reminds me of, Coach. What's that, Coach? Simba and Mufasa. 
And the young, the line says, is this all going to be mine? Whatever the sun touches. Yes, sir. What about that gray area? <laughs> we are never to go over there. Right, right. Okay. So the gray area never came. It never moved over, coach. Boom. Yes, and the indeed. sun came out. Oh, my goodness. And then Grambling scored, which was amazing because we hadn't scored, like, really scored, like, all year. Mm. You know, like, oh we, we, we have been struggling. Mm. I mean, tremendously. So, I mean, I'm talking about we're averaging, like, 5.6 points a game. You know, because we had two games where Field we Field goal kickers. Yes, sir. And leg looked like Popeye. Yeah, oh, that's what I'm talking about. You know, just mm-hmm. just strong. And one on, on one side. just can. But anyway, so we scored. Scored a touchdown. Good. We sky kick, ball lands, we tip the ball and recover it. And that's when everything started rolling for Grambling. They went up 24 unanswered, going into the second half of the football game, win the game, watch this, 37 to 28. But it gets interesting because the game at one point was 34-28. Grambling has the football on the 10-yard line going in to score. All they have to do, Coach, run it, kick the field goal, everything's good. We call timeout, come back out, set up the play that we want, shotgun formation, quarterback takes the snap, throws it over, and the defensive lineman from Alabama A&M say, give me that. Uh. So they intercepted. And I said, I can't believe that this just happened. We're going in to win this game. You're going to throw interception at the end of the game? What kind of foolishness we got going on here? But you still got to go and keep positive while you're on the radio. I understand. And got to. Got, you know, yeah, like, Stay hey, positive. You, know, you know, we still got a chance right here. We, you know, we're going to – defense going to step up, make a play. Coincidentally, the next op possession, A&M takes the snap, quarterback gets the ball tipped, and it's intercepted. Grambling gets it, runs the clock down, kicks the field goal, goes on to win the game, 37-28. Hey, great job, great everything. Let me go ahead and tell you this. We have, <laughs> Coach Clark, our first female guest. That's what I'm our talking about, Coach. In <laughs> we, 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 the box. We just, we just took it up a whole notch. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm going to tell you, look, look. To be in the box. Now, understand this matchbox of ours. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, we do have leather uh, leather seats up in here. Oh, yeah. Now, now, so, we, I'm we, just going to let you This know. is not a rinky-dink <laughs> operation, Coach. Don't let people think like, that. Like, come on now. But at the same time, to come in the box and just to have just this presence inside of this building, of the of my house, I feel blessed. That's what in the world be, I feel. Beyond. I feel blessed. You, you, you know, just to go ahead, I I had um, Jeff Powell here, and well, I, I was blessed, blessed to go ahead and have him. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm in that type of mode right now. You know, I want to go ahead and make sure everybody is going to listen to Miranda. Oh, my gosh. First of all, I don't know why I don't get that kind of introduction everywhere I go. Oh. Number one, I would like that everywhere I go. And number two... 
your matchbox has got leather furniture in it, and it's got a nice little mic on the wall. Yes. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, we don't have that at Q99. You will be signing the we wall today. Don't. Yes, indeed. We, we you don't will be have, signing the wall your today. Your setup is nicer than what I work in every morning. Whatever. Just, I'm not even going to believe that. I'm oh, not even gonna, you're going to have to come into the Q93 studio. Oh, it is, look. No. Q93. I'm listening to it every morning just to go ahead and hear my look, my friend, my yeah. friend. When I hear her laugh, I I see it. Literally, she has not aged since high school. Oh, that's a blessing. Since 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 I was young, I'm talking. About, I still see her. That would be the Botox. <laughs> Let's just be honest. That would be Botox and a good hairdresser. Look, look. Well, well. Let me go ahead and tell you this. They are definitely artists because I am food. I am food. And let me go ahead and tell you, it's wonderful to see your smile. Well, thank you so much. Um, I'm telling you right now, I'm gonna need this intro everywhere I go. We need to get this recorded. Yes, yes. I'm going to have time. to tell Josh he needs to step it up on the morning show. All the time. All uh-uh. the time. When Look. I walk into the clinic, I'm going to need this kind of introduction. Like, I'll everywhere. even start off with like a low rumble. And oh. now, introducing. <laughs> you know? That is You crazy. might say that you like her. <laughs> but the world loves her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and tell you this. Like, I just want you to tell the people that could go ahead and be listening right here, that are listening, how do we know each other? Like, how did we come to the point to say, you know Coach Bayon, or before he was even known Coach Bayon, tell tell the people how we know each other. So, uh, we went to... Northwood High School. The together. Wood. That's right. Northwood of the Gators. We are Gators. We went to Northwood together, but I actually knew you before that. Yes. Yes. We're both from Boys. Yes. That's right. Yes. I grew up on the south side of the B- Boys from Boys. O Y C E. Let me go ahead and tell you this. Boyce is like an island. It is. You know what I'm saying? You can walk around it in 30 minutes, okay? Yeah. But if you don't have a vehicle to leave, it, you might as well just have water yeah. around yeah. it. Because you can't go anywhere. But at the same time, we... You know, you can't go anywhere in this town, though, and not know somebody. Yes. Because Boyce is... First of all, it's big. When you say boys, people think it's just boys proper. Yes, Let's call it yes, proper. Yes, yes. Where Randy's was. <laughs> that's, the what, that's what yes. people think of, but that's not all the boys. I mean, you got Cotill Lake, yes. you got really, Lena, you got all the boys. You got Rapid Station, you got Gardner, Gardner, you got all that. That's all boys. So it doesn't matter. You're the third person I've run into today that's from boys. Oh, my goodness. Oh, look, look. Shout out. Go ahead and give a shout I mean, out to who in the world you didn't met from boy, Keisha. Look. Keisha Davis. Big shout out to her Keisha Green now. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we stopped and visited today. I mean, you were everywhere. Everywhere. Like, like. I mean, is, is, is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? Now, I think I it's really a great you, thing. You, you know what I'm saying? When, they, when you say we're everywhere. I think it's a great thing because we were raised to to fight. We right. were raised, nothing right. was given to us. Right. We had to earn everything we got. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I mean, and so, and it's funny. We did a couple weeks ago with the morning show, we did a thing where we went around to high schools. Yes. And Don't tell me you got a chance to walk back in the wood. Yes. Oh. I made sure that I we went there homecoming weekend. Went oh my God, it was so exciting. I actually went to the principal's office. It's- 
I asked Miss Colonese, yes, the secretary is still, is there, still there that was there when we yes. were there. Yes. And yes. I walked in the door and she looked at me and she goes, oh, wow. And I went, I'm not in trouble. <laughs> I said, but while I'm here, I would like to know if I can go to the principal's office and sit behind what was the principal's desk. Right. And right. And so we did. We went in there and I got to take a picture on the other side of the desk. Yes, indeed. Yes, Because I wanted that. And the new principal was like, was she bad? No, it wasn't bad. Well, and uh, Miss Colonese goes, she just talked a lot. And I'm like, and now I pay my bills doing it. Right, so, right. I mean, the problem was with right? me. <laughs> <laughs> What's the, the irony in that? <laughs> the, problem, the problem with me, Coach, uh, Coach Isaiah, is I know how the the desk felt with me gripping my yes. hands on it. Oh, okay. Goodness. So, like, some people kind of stood behind the desk. Yeah. Like, I kind of go in and knew what my hands felt like it when he says, put your hands on the desk, son, and bend over. You know what I'm saying? Now, that is when we got paddlings by still a great mentor of mine, great yes. friend of mine, Mr. Donald Welch, Coach Welch for a lot of people, and he definitely reprimanded me in his best ability when his arms was pretty strong. I know Mr. Welch, and I've known him for a long time, and the persona that he gives off, mm. it may not be absolutely the persona that he gives the students mm -hmm. all the time. Right. Because when he meets you outside of Northwood, he is the nicest what? man in America. You would not believe he could even raise his voice. Oh. He is so nice. But to hear Coach... That you, at some point mm. in your high school lifetime, had to grab that wood. Yes. At Northwood? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Let me go ahead and tell you how real it was, Coach. He never told me he went to LSU. When he placed the board on my butt, I knew he was an alma mater of LSU. You know what I'm saying? Like, like pieces of his intellect went through the paddle and said, this man actually graduated from this during this time. You know what I'm saying? Like now, it it, it 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 did help that I was looking at his certifications while oh, they were oh, on the wall. Oh, let, let me tell you, my, my father was an administrator in school, and so my father was six two, uh, two hundred and seventy five pounds. And so in the back of my mind, I already knew yes. at school that it was no sense in me going to that office, right? Because if I had to go to that office and have to bend over and grab wood, oh, I was gonna pay for it. But not only was I going to pay for it there, I was pay for it when I got Right, 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 right. I, I have a serious question, though. How did you get the option to get paddled? I never got that option. You know that they wasn't going to paddle no <laughs> girls out there. <laughs> Nobody ever presented me with this paddling option. I would have so chosen that over what I did get. Let me go ahead and tell you this. <laughs> I'm, just now, I'm, just, I'm just stepping us down memory lane Because I right went here. to, like, school jail. R right, right, right. <laughs> I went I, to Kelso Twin see, Cities. Yeah, right. Understand, you gotta understand Shout if if, out to if <laughs> right, 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 right. My, my dad actually taught over there. <laughs> oh, well, your dad maybe probably had me twice. I went there twice, and you know, I decided after the second time I was never going back again. I was gonna follow the damn rules. <laughs> you know, you got to realize growing up with Miranda, she was taller than everybody. Else. Everybody. I mean, everybody. Everybody. Okay, like so you. <laughs> saw when she did things bad. Yes. Okay, like, like it was no hiding And I wasn't quiet about it either. Like, right. looking back, right. like, right. I'm going to sell somebody out. Right. I'm going to sell Jeff Powell out. Oh, oh what? Jeff Powell was a cut-up in school. What? 
And when I heard that he was an administrator, oh, and yes. then I was like, that is perfect because hey. all the things that you could do wrong, we all knew those things. Right. Right. Like, we can catch you on them things, because before you done thought about it, we already did that <laughs> and, and, and got away with it, probably. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing was we had so many characters. I yes. mean, literally, we could have had our own show uh, of, of, of what happens yes. in country life, because, you know, <laughs> Boyce gives you kind of some things that you have some parts of that's the projects and then you yes. have you know Cotill where certain of the richer people that yes. you ever see and then you have country and then you have you had farmers, and farmers. you had yes it, it, it was just a montage of so many different people but at the same time when we all got moving in a straight yes. line we were unstoppable yes i mean they're they're in this community and i think that's one of the things that i love about the rural country schools Number one, there's such a moshing of all these different people, all these different backgrounds coming together. But it doesn't matter because you get that protection of a smaller school. Everybody knows everybody. And yes. they're going to call you grandma. Yes. They're going to call your auntie yes. and tell yes. on you. They're going to call whoever. Yes. And there is that. It's you're being raised by a community and they, right. the whole community wants to see you succeed. A lot of people don't realize it even out there. I didn't grow up going to school out there. Yes. We lived on that border. And so we went to private school in town. So we grew up going to Catholic school. Right. And then I went to Ash. Yeah, look, now, 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 now we're going to talk about that. Yeah. We're going to talk about that because I, I, I want to go in and know what, so while I'm still in high school, I, I, I remember and, and, and hearing a laugh and just hearing her and all the mischief. When you made the transition, now this is a oh, part that was of your, crazy. Your, 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 you leaving from the country and now you're in Trojan land. Well, I tell mean, me, that, tell me about that transition. That wasn't a shocker for me because I'd grown up, you know, doing things in town. And so it was more of a transition for me going from Ash and going to Northwood. Right, right. Because I didn't grow up going to school with anybody out there. So I didn't know anybody. And I was the first one in my family to go out there. And I asked to go to Northwood. Huh. We were zoned for Northwood. And back then, you couldn't go to any high school you wanted to go to. Right. Wasn't open enrollment. No. You had to take Spanish or you yes. had to be in JROTC. Well, right. that was not an option for me. <laughs> I don't. No hablo espanol? I don't. Andale, yo I, I don't look good in green. <laughs> And I ain't doing no marching. And not, no, not my thing. And so I took Spanish and went to Ash. I will say one of the biggest shockers for me was walking into that school and seeing massive amounts of people. Going from a school where you're like 40 kids in a class. There's no such thing as a packed hallway. To 200 no. kids in a grade was just like, right. I remember being at my first pep rally and just being like, Oh my gosh. Right. This is big. And back then, if you wanted to try out for anything, dance line, cheerleader, anything, yes. you had to be a booster. Yes. And we had Miss Williams at Ash. Uh oh. All of us that grew up at Ash had Miss Williams. And I mean it was a fun time. I had so much fun. Okay. That I needed to move to a smaller school where I could right, right, get better right, grades. Right, right. Because, because where I had less temptation. And that's really what it was. I realized coming from my background, there were issues with chemicals and substance abuse yes, and alcohol. Yes. And, you know, I love to party. Okay. But, Still but, as an but, adult. But let's, but let's, let, let, let's, let's be honest now. You had scary. legs for days. Yeah, I did. Okay. So, so in it, even though... <laughs> We could go in and start 
Lord blame him for these folks. But literally, yeah. Miranda was the tallest person in this thing, so everything fit different. Yeah. Okay? Let's yeah. just go ahead and say, and she had the personality. She wasn't going to back. It didn't matter, it didn't how, matter who you how, were. How, 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 what you place in this mm-hmm. world, she was going to go ahead and speak her voice. She was going to go ahead and say what she wanted to say. And then you was like, who is this tall man? You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, loved every second of well, it, respected every And I love I love people. Like I love I still at forty four. I turned forty four on yes, Monday. Yes, well I'm I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, look, look, baby. Her birthday was the it's the same day as my, wife. as my wife's birthday. Yeah. Oh, wow. and, and and in it and uh I, I'm I'm I love that. A special day, a special day, especially two people that I go ahead and have extreme respect for. You know I what love and that. I'm like, look at this. You that know what explains saying? the amazing connection. Uh, look, <laughs> look, it, 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 it could have been that we maybe got in trouble a few times, yeah. one or two, yeah. twice, and said, okay, you run that way, I run this way, yeah. and then we'll go. <laughs> I was, I mean, my nickname in high school was Trouble. Our janitor at the school, Cherry Washington, gave me that nickname. And I mean, but Ash was great. It was just there were so many people, and I wanted to meet everybody, and I wanted to talk to everybody, and schoolwork was just getting in the way. Right, right. <laughs> Right, and right. I knew that if I stayed there, I was gonna fail, and that was not okay in my family. Like, yeah, yeah. And, failure, or with me, failure is not an option. Or with me, it was not an option. Right, and so I asked. I came home one day from school, and I asked my mom and dad. I was like, "Look, I know y'all don't want me to go to school there, but I am failing, and I can't tell. Keep telling people I'm allergic to marijuana." Right, right, right. This, this, this. Yes, that is what I said. This is. And they, at some point, they're going to start knowing and calling BS on this. Right, right. <laughs> and then I'm allergic to alcohol. Right. And I'm going to start doing it, and I'm scared. Yeah. And so my mom and dad, luckily, were receptive to that. And they, the next week, I started at Northwood, and it was a culture shock. You hear yes. me? Yes, yes. Walking in there in 1992 with people with perms and rat tails. Right. I'm mullet for real. Grown men. Y- yes, yes. Grown yes. men like and, and, and understand like twenty something year old men. <laughs> serious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, serious. Like I remember walking in there and being like, wait, they have tight rolled jeans on. R- oh yeah. Why? Oh why? Look, 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 look. in that thing. And, <laughs> and, and 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 knew that we were cool. Let me go ahead and ask you this, Coach Clark. I wanna just go ahead and ask you this quick question. You know, being from a small school as well, like mm-hmm. us, mm-hmm. okay. What is one thing when you went to some other schools that were kind of in the country that had some similarities? Because I know you've been to Bunky before. I know you've oh, been yeah. to, to to Grant, even though they're bigger than Montgomery in itself. But what are some of the things that you go ahead and think that are that, that are the same with all rules with the, all rural schools? The greatest similarity is that you have a community that believes in you. Yes, and that's a big thing and everybody in the community either knows you or they want to know you and they'll find a way to get to know you Mm -hmm. because they want to sow into you so being in a smaller school you always have the community at large there at all times because that makes the biggest difference in the school they they actually help the school to be the school right yeah right every and, and that's that that's one of those things that i love about being at Montgomery, you know, being at Montgomery meant that there was 35 of us 
that were going to graduate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. when we walked the hallways, we knew each other from the time we were in kindergarten. Oh, yes. And we walked through those hallways. So we walked all the way through school together. So it wasn't anybody that really came in that we didn't know. And when somebody did come in that was new, it, they were shocked. Tre- yeah, yes, yeah yes. you know, and they were not treated like outsiders. And, 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 mm. and, 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 and mm. I'm going to say, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this, <laughs> that you, Northwood in itself, because we have so many different groups coming together. Mm-hmm. You can fall into certain groups that can go ahead and be positive groups to get into or negative groups to get into. And you just have to be in the right group. This dynamic that we go ahead and have, we had something that's kind of considered to be the athlete, the pretty girl, yeah. the rich people. They, they, like, like, yeah. like, like it, it was a smaller it group. Was, and they tried. It was, it was Bayside High. Yes. 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 yes, yes. So when things kind of go ahead and kind of got out of whack, when somebody new came in with a different dynamic. Oh, quit dancing around it and just say okay. that I threw. <laughs> uh, when I came to Northwood, I threw the whole dynamic off. I pooped all in their platter. You can go on and quit trying to what, dance around what, it and say well, it. Well, well. <laughs> you, 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 you know Sometimes people got to ease into school. You know Do I look like ease into no, anything? It, 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 Have it you ever known me to ease into anything? <laughs> I am a true redhead. I Yes, rip it off yes. and run and jump. Yes, usually yes, butt yes. naked and don't care. Right, right. I mean, right. so and, and, and literally loves the mud, <laughs> loves four wheelers, love outdoor everything. I went you against all the. I didn't fit into, and so it's funny I, when I got there, my transition was not easy. Mm. I mean, it was bad. It was wow. rough, and they picked the scariest girl in the whole school. Come on, come on, Monica Evans. No. Now, you got to understand, this was a battle of the twin towers. If Monica is listening to this thing right here, she, she probably was will. got no six feet herself. No, no, she was 6'2". She had to have been, because I had to look up to her when she held me against the locker. I mean, she was scary as all get out. And I'm actually, it's funny, I ran into her mama a couple weeks ago, and I was like, I know your daughter. And she goes, I know you do, baby. Right, right. And, and we made friends after. But, right. dude, it was hot there for a little bit. Look, look, look. But I, she did. She told me after the fact. She said, I had a misunderstanding on what you were and who you were going to be. And I'm like, uh-huh. yeah, I think you did. Because <laughs> I think I just peed my pants. Right, right. look, 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 look. <laughs> I, I, I love just being around and talking to people that's from a time that, when things were simpler, yeah, slower, yeah. but not, but, but, but they were going fast at that time Yeah, at, at that time. And I, and, and, and I try to go and put myself back cause you know, I deal with kids all day Yeah, and then I give them, I said, you know, the things that you're going through right now, you're going to remember for the rest of your life. Make sure that you live in your presence yes. right now. Yes. Don't put your happiness don't to rush the future. It. Don't. Like, like, like saying, I can't wait till I'm 21. Yeah. I can't wait till I'm 18. I but, can't wait till well, I graduate. Well, what's going to happen at that point is, is when you hit those, those goals that you've set forward, you're still not happy. What's happening is, yes. is you've set up so much idea for what that is. Right. What it, what is it going to be like when I graduate? What it's going to be like when I'm 18? What it's going to be like when I'm 21? Well, I got news for you. 
it's not going to be that way. Right. Because you have stalled and waited. And, you know, it's pretty awesome. I will say this. Growing up in a country school, I love going back to Northwood. I love it. We had an environment where we could make mistakes. Yes. And the people that were around us realized she's a kid. Yes. And she's going to grow from that. And they supported you. Now, they talked about you. Oh, yeah. But they supported you. <laughs> like family will. Yes. You know what I'm saying? God bless him. I you mean, know what I'm saying? He ain't all left. But, but, but I mean, <laughs> but we had that environment where we were supported. We were loved. We were, they invested in us. Yes. And I think that's one of the things that pulled me back when I moved away. I wanted my son to have that. Right, right. I, I wanted him to know where he was from. Know that, you know, people cared. Yes, yes. They wanted to know who you were, that you could go to school and make friends for the rest of your life. I still have some of my closest friends are from Northwood. Right, right. They are, they are my ride or dies. They will be there until the day that you are my them, last days. You see them and you can't help but to smile. No. And it's not about smiling at the person that's in front of you. No. But it's smiling at the, the secrets stupid stuff that you go ahead and have. <laughs> yes. Because when I sit... I got had the opportunity to to sit with Jeff, and he sat on this um, sofa right here, and we smiled at each other. And the main thing that we was talking about was, okay, we're not going there. Yes, okay, yeah, Jeff so does do if, that. If, if you say something, I'm gonna say something, and we we're not going to go back and forth for a story. Okay, we've had him on so, air on the radio show, and he's like, we're not talking about that. Okay. <laughs> Right, right. Because we were cut-ups, and we had fun, and I'm so thankful that we grew up in a time where we could have that fun, and it not carry us for the rest of our lives. But, you know, it's different. I watch our kids nowadays, and they make decisions. A lot of their decisions, they have lasting consequences. Yes, yes. And Lord knows I have my own lasting consequence. Yes. He's yes. 25. Yes. 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 But, 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 but in it, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it definitely. But it was know, a beautiful consequence. But th- th- those were recognizable consequences. Yes. See, see, yes. You know, it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't like, okay, thank God that Snapchat. That, oh my gosh. That, that, that these things were not there. Because, Social media would have killed me. I told people all the time. I can't handle my own social media Mm-mm. today. And I'm 40-something years old. So, Mm-mm. in it, I I hate to imagine those activities. Thank God it wasn't none because of us somebody would be able to record it. None of us no would have been able to have a career. Right. I, mean, right. Like, right. I would not have a career if my teenage years were following me for the rest of my life. <laughs> yes, yes. You'd be like, do you see this? You know, did, did, did you see what this person did? So, so in it, we go in and graduate. I want to go oh, and yeah. kind of make sure that we, we, we go through graduations, one of the happiest times of our lives. And For then some. we make, we make the decision <laughs> and, and we start off at LSUA, right? That's yeah. What, that's what you said. Yeah. Now, now, started now, out. Now, now tell me what, uh, what was the decision to be a general? Well, um, so honestly, I, I graduated high school yes. in May. I got married in August. Yes. Okay. okay. Always jokingly. Yeah. No. Uh, Anthony. Uh, again, know the family. <laughs> um, know the set list. I like uh, taking a hard route. Pretty. <laughs> I always choose a harder route. Yeah. Pre- uh, uh, I like a lot good of challenge out there. I'm just going to tell you <laughs> a lot of challenge. them out there. Okay. Go ahead and keep on. My bad. Um. So, and we joke and say it all the time. My son's a prom baby. 
wasn't expected, but was beautiful. Couldn't have any more children after that. It was a miraculous moment, literally, where it just happened. Yeah, because we tried for years and couldn't have any more. And so it's a blessing. Well, it wasn't Coteal Lake. Okay, okay, okay. Where Cowboy Town is. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. um, (laughs) We know the conception spot. Uh, Come on, people. Yes, the moon was shining that day. Okay. So um, it's sort of a running joke. I mean, we talk about it all the time. My kid was almost named Cotton River. Okay. Okay. Thank goodness we didn't go with that. Dad, right? I know he's very happy about that too. Yeah. yeah, But um, so I got married and we started a construction business and we were paying a lot of money for a CPA. And I was like, you know what? I took all these classes at Northwood under Patsy Coleman. Miss Coleman, let me go ahead and tell you the shoes. Wow. Look, look, I'm going to tell you, I love this woman. Love her to death. She is another woman. That if you wanted wow. to go in and know how tall a woman could be. Yeah, it was her. It, it was her. Okay, like, like that's something that people don't really realize. Well, I didn't have short teachers. No. Miss Allen, tall as oh, I don't wow. know. I had I had women that were six feet and above all my life. We were corn fed out there. What do you right? expect? I mean, come on, Joe. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> so, so in it. You, you you took these classes, especially the business side. Yeah, from, from, yeah. From I mean, so you're gonna know how to add and subtract. Yes, there and, absolutely. And you know how to mess with a checkbook. Absolutely. That's one thing you were gonna do. And I knew that we were not gonna be paying all this money for a CPA, so I decided to go to LSUA. Actually, I was gonna go to Northwestern, but LSUA at the time was just a little smaller and was a little bit less expensive. But at that time, wasn't it just a two-year It was. Uh, um, it was just so, a two-year so, so, program. So you were only going to get an associate's Exactly. There. Exactly. Now, now tell me, I, I understand the decision by going into that, but we leave Louisiana. Yeah, we do. We leave Louisiana, and now we're in Colorado. You didn't get even enough time to take enough pictures in Colorado, but I know that the weather has to be awesome there. Oh, it was Tell gorgeous. It. it was absolutely beautiful. We moved to Colorado by throwing darts at a map. Mm, we knew we wanted to leave Louisiana. That is the way we are sitting. <laughs> you talk about a settler. What? Let me tell you, we love him to death, but I know that the decision between two people to say, where are we going to live? Grab them darts right there. Grab the darts. Morley, my son, his maid, my maiden name is his first name, and Morley was four and was doing like world geography, or no, he wasn't. He was doing um, U.S. states. He was learning the U.S. states, uh, and so I had an office at our house. Thank and goodness I, it wasn't a continent. I know, right? Uh-huh. I wish it would have been. And he had a little desk set up, and we were like, we're ready to move, and we don't know where we want to go. So we picked up darts, and each one of us threw a dart at the map. What? And oh, it's this is a great story. Oh my god! And we a week later, I called my parents, asked my parents if Morley could stay with them. We were going to be gone for one week. Oh, Anthony's landed on like somewhere in New Indiana. Jersey or uh, some yeah, 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 crap. We weren't going to do right, right? Okay, okay. So <laughs> you're telling me that the darts had to land in the right place? No, but I just wasn't moving to Jersey. <laughs> Can you imagine me in Jersey? But. I can imagine you anywhere. It doesn't matter. It doesn't and then matter. Mine landed in like Santa Fe, which I love Santa Fe. And Morley's landed on Colorado Springs. Oh, hold on. We're, we're, we're talking about Nevada. New Mexico. New Mexico. Okay. I'm horrible. Let me tell you that. Yes. Okay. So, so in it, 
we of the three darts, so we only threw three. Yeah, because it was one for me, one for Anthony, and one for Morley. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we did everything in threes. So, so, so who landed on Colorado? Colorado Springs was Morley, Santa okay. Fe was mine, and so my son stayed with my parents. We left that next Sunday. We drove, did... You know, had to use a atlas. Right, right. There was no wasn't GPS. No Google, what, what, no Google Maps. <laughs> I can tell you that. You know, we're using an atlas <laughs> and um, a big paper book. <laughs> you were like, I'm going to the store. I had no clue where we were going, right. and we just drove. And we went to went to Colorado Springs. It was late when we got into town. We took the wrong exit. Uh, you know, there were no apps to book hotels. Right. You just right. rolled up just to a hotel. <laughs> yeah. It could have been the Bates Hotel. You didn't know. You didn't know. You, know you didn't know. You're there right. Was, you wasn't know. no such thing as stalls. Yeah, exactly. You know <laughs> no. <And laughs> oh, so, that's a two and a half stall. Yeah, right no. Now. You, know uh-uh. what you just winged What's it. What's the review? What's yeah. the yelp on that? You know yeah. What <laughs> and we pulled in and took the wrong exit, ended up in Manitou Springs. We didn't look there, but we stayed at a hotel there. We spent the next three days in Colorado. We needed a lead to go. He went, he didn't find any work in the springs, in Colorado Springs. And I didn't really like it. It was sort of like a bigger Alexandria. Okay, okay. And I was like, this is not what I want to live in. Okay, you, 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 like, you, wanted, you wanted a few more lights. Yeah. A few more traffic lights. I wanted, no, I just, I wanted, I wanted somewhere that was a little bit different. Okay. And so the last day we're there, um, at this point we're like, okay, we're going to go to Santa Fe. And I'm like, okay, last day we're there. I'm like, let's walk around this cool town that we're in. This is where it gets interesting. Oh, my goodness. So we walk around this town. It's an artist hippie colony at the base of Pikes Peak. Oh, okay. So, so, so. That's Manatee Springs. Wait, wait. A hippie. An artist hippie colony. Colony. At the base of Pikes Peak. (laughs) And we're walking around and we're, and we, we pass this art gallery. Okay. Okay. And there's this beautiful painting of poppies. Now, can you see Anthony Setliff in an artist hippie colony? No. <laughs> Not at all. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about like, okay, so these people got like the shikis on and, and, and like long hair. and like, House like... is painted with like abstract pictures of oh naked bodies God. and the sidewalks. There's like okay. deer walking with people and... Yeah. And and said so he, he he wasn't trying to shoot it? No, uh-uh. Oh, oh, no. Okay. So we walk by this so art he's gallery. In moment. Okay. He's just like, I don't even care at this point. Whatever makes her happy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. That's what right. the man was right. like. Right, right, right. <laughs> and um, we walk by this art gallery. There's this beautiful painting of poppies. And I'm like, oh, I want to see this. Walk in there. Talking to this lady. She's an energy healer and an artist. And she's from Maryland and Bethesda. And she's like, oh, and I'm telling her, of course, I'm talking to her. Right. And I'm telling right, her all yeah. my crap. And I'm uh-huh. like, we're going to move, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, my dog got loose today. And we walked up the mountain. And there's a house up the mountain that's for sale. She goes, just follow me. And this lady makes us walk up the mountain on high road. To go look at the with house. With our Louisiana lungs. Okay. Do you know that this is how <laughs> scary movies start? <laughs> Follow me to this house in the mountain. Empty house. Okay. (laughs) My dog got away. Can you help me find my dog? And we did. 30 minutes later. (laughs) You are running for your life. 
And so here's the weirdest thing. So we call the guy that's got the house. It's this really cool house. It's built into the mountain. It's so awesome. And we call the guy that has the house and he's like, yeah, come pick up the paperwork. And he goes, oh, your husband's looking for a job. I work with so-and-so Murphy Construction. It's the oldest contractor in Colorado. Does Broadmoor Hotel. Does I mean, he is like the cream of the crop. The guy. He yes. is the man. Right. Like, right. if you want to work for somebody, that's who you want to work for. And the man offered him a job. So, everything is just falling Two into Two weeks line. later, we are moving to Manitou Springs, Colorado. Great. Now, now in it, okay, because... Cause, cause, the cause darts didn't lie. This The darts <laughs> did not... Now, how long did you stay up there, Randall? Six years. Six six wonderful years. Yeah. So, so in it, he went... So, Marley went through elementary school, coming yeah. into junior high. When yes. he came back, he was he was in he was at Menard, and, oh, and he had to go in and kind of be. It back. was what so so in it. I we're coming back. What ultimately was the reason that you said I'm leaving this good weather on the side of a mountain? I know in this place, amazing in my schools zen area uh, of walking goats in poppy <laughs> paintings. Okay. <laughs> What made us come back to the mosquitoes? I know, right? Um, I It was the happiest time in my life. I thought that everything was great, but my grandparents were getting older. My siblings were getting married. They were starting to have kids. Now, backstory to this. She was raised by her grandparents, loved them very much. Yeah. Uh, um, well, always, always, it, well, it, 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 it's, it's, it's in the foundation of who yeah. you are. And, yeah. and, and your talkative spirit comes from uh, definitely yes. that, 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 that older generation yes, that and that appreciation for yes, that. Yes. And um, I wanted my son to, to have that. I wanted, he was an only child. And you know, yes. it's, it's difficult when you come from a big family. And you have one. Yes. You don't really know how, because there's so many things you don't want them to miss. Right. There's so many life lessons you learn with being from a big family. Right, right, right. <laughs> one, one is you always have somebody around. The toughest thing yeah. when you're an only child, especially with my own, the age gap between those kids yes. are kind of are big. They have cousins, but yeah. maybe one is 10 years older. Exactly. Or Eight years younger than him. So then he's in this dynamic that he has to invite outside family. So guess what happens with yeah. those? They play more sports. Yes, they exactly. They play sports because, one, you're trying to develop a brotherhood in team because these are the only people that's your own age exactly. that you can with. And I think that, uh, you know, luckily my son has my personality in the sense that he never meets a stranger. Right. Ever. Great smile as and well. Yeah, I'm saying great my nugget, smile. My nugget. Yeah, and yeah. Um, he, luckily, he still has friends that he grew up with in Colorado. They, I mean, he still has friends from the Army, from Boys State, from Menard. I mean, they, he has that in him. So that was great. Looking back, mm, was it a great decision to move back? Well, let's go ahead and kind of fast forward. <laughs> Um, a lot of things change, especially we go ahead and we're married for 17 years. Yeah. And then uh, things start to kind of fall apart in the second move as well. 
Uh, we changed. And it really, it really fell apart, though, Joe. In the Zen in the Zen Well, I know. No, it didn't fall apart there. Okay, I was going to say, mm-hmm. okay, okay. It I was really, say, and this God, is where my life part. makes this massive change, where I end up in mental health. Um, my grandmother dies. Okay, okay. And I, my grandfather passed away before we left. That passing is really what spurred us to move. Got you. My grandfather passed on my son's fifth birthday, and two weeks later, Anthony's dad passed away. Those were two of the most significant men in our lives, and we lost them in a very short period of time. And looking back, we moved because we didn't have coping skills. Okay. We ran from the pain. And so that's what we did. And then we get to our Zen place and we're happy and we're doing great. And then it's like, okay, wait. And then we come home and everything that we did when we got home was difficult. Well, see, the feeling of problem free. Yes. Okay. When you left and you thought that separation from those problems actually (laughs) made this this air feel better and this thing feel better. But when you came back home... The same problems that you had oh, yeah. were still there. The, 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 the same uncomfortable conversations oh, yeah. that needed to happen were still there. Oh, they were there. And, and, and Waiting. In it, and in it. But now, when you actually put those things on pause, it's tougher to have when you're older. Because for some reason, the older you get the less sweetener you put in the lemonade. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, them lemons are going to be bitter. There's no more sprinkles. (laughs) Like, like, it ain't going to... That that lemon juice ain't going to really have no ice uh, It's not going to be palatable at all. It's like, here we go. I'm I'm coming out swinging because you did this, I felt this way, and you knew you were doing that. Yeah. And then you... You didn't even know. You didn't even know who you were. Like I didn't even know that was me. Yeah. That was saying that. And I think that you know we got home and and looking back, I mean, I I basically was like, I'm moving back home. You can either come or not. In true Miranda fashion. Right. I made my mind up, and everybody better come along. Yeah, but, or stay on the sinking ship. <laughs> because because ultimately. I wasn't mature enough at that time. It, it, but 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 you were making decisions. Yeah. You were making grown decisions but didn't have the weight of that no, decision. No, did not. And and, 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 and and we talk about this with with the kids all the yes. time. It's saying just because you look grown, yes. just because you sound grown, yes. you don't understand the weight of what you're saying. You may understand the words, but there is a consequence Oh, yeah. That's going to happen once you say, my answer is final. And of course, I mean, of course, he followed. And we came back. And my grandmother passes. And I shut down. I shut down. I cut everybody out in my life. I didn't speak to my family. I didn't speak to him. I didn't, I, I shut everybody out. All right. And um, it was hard. And now we're at a place, I mean, and it, we've always had an immense amount of respect for each other, Anthony yes. and I have. Yes, yes. Great business partners, great friends. Friends, yes, yes. Probably shouldn't have been married. But, 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 uh, <laughs> but I mean, we grew you. up together and we're a powerhouse. And one of the things that I tell him all the time is, I'm thankful that he was there with me at that time. I'm sorry that I hurt you the way I did because I shut him out right? and didn't let him help me. But it wasn't just him. It was everybody. 
Right. I was self-destructing. Right, right. And when my marriage ended, that was really where it, it became like, okay. Now, we got to a point where I thanked him for leaving because we the marriage had been over, but I wasn't going to leave. Right. I'm Catholic. We don't do that. Right, right, right. <laughs> we don't, we we don't, don't do divorce. This thing out. I don't care what what it is. Well, well, well. And and you know, it's funny though. It, it was it was a decision that impacted all three of us. Yes. But now we all three I think can look back and honestly say it impacted us in a beautiful way. Yes. But it yes. definitely pushed us all to grow. All of us. Let me say. Let, let me say this. Um, you know, you work at uh, uh, not only at as the radio a DJ, station, <laughs> the greatest, <laughs> you know, station of Q ninety three in the morning. Definitely waking up way earlier than I even would yeah. go ahead and, and, and feel. But you also work at Healing Hands and Hearts. Yeah. Can you go ahead and tell me a little bit about that? Um, my absolute biggest blessing, besides my son in this life. Um, we do behavioral health, substance abuse therapy. Um, we deal with anything from just relationship, like anger you're struggling, anger um, management, um, anxiety, anxiety, depression, yes. Yes. um, family conflict, yes. um, bipolar to, I mean, it's everything, but honestly it is so beautiful because in that journey of coming back home, I realized that I was brought back home for a reason. I was pulled back home so that I could be here for the end, my grandmother's passing. Yes. And my mama and my papa, you know, all my family that was a significant part, and they're all a significant part, but those particular ones I'm really bonded with. And to be here for all of that, I thought that's what I was here for. And I thought when that all happened, I was going to leave. Yes, yeah. I'm that's just where here the story just for started, the moment. You know? I'm just here for the moment in a passing. Yeah. Yes. Um, blessing my son got to be at Menard. Yes. It was a beautiful Holy Savior. man. Mm-hmm. Coach Hallman. Mm-hmm. Man. I mean, he had Cam. He had Becker. He had folks. He right. had, I mean, he had them all. Right. He played football there. He did powerlifting. He, Power, did... he, he, he was a fullback. Uh, he mm-hmm. played fullback and he also played some linebacker yeah. as well. Yeah. I, I, to my, I followed his career. Loved him. Baby loved did him not get in my height. And, 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 and see him. Now, I always <laughs> thought he he took he took from the set lifts and, oh, and, yeah. and, 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 and instead of from yourself. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I thought when he was a little boy, I said, this boy is going to be a monster. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you. Working with Coach Hallman is a different experience. Right. Working with Cam is a different experience. (laughs) Coach, I have never met two people who were always on 25. Yes. (laughs) And I'm talking about when I say 25, Freddie Hallman is a good man. Mm -hmm. Cam Hallman is a good man. An unpredictable man. Very. <laughs> but Coach Hallman's... Healing hands and hearts. Right here. Right here. Coach Hallman's on the football field are the most anal retentive individuals yes. that you'll ever come across. Because they demand a certain amount of attention, respect, and discipline mm-hmm. from all of their guys. Mm-hmm. And right. if you right. come under them... I am a better coach to this day. Because I've coached with Freddie Hallman. 
there is no doubt in my mind because he made me pay attention to the small things. Yes. And everything counts. And for people who've had a chance to meet him, they say, oh, I don't like him. Well, you don't like him because you don't know him. Right. Or we, or you don't like him because you couldn't play under him. Right. That, that, that's, that a big, that's a big thing with Freddie. I mean, you, a lot of people don't like him because they couldn't play under him. Yes. Um, he does. He demands respect, not just for him as a coach, but for you, for yourself, for your family. For your school, whatever school that may be that he's at. Right. I mean, I can tell you, I and I, I he knows I love him. He knows but I love him. It, 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 it reminds you of a lot of, of yes. family, uh, yes. of, of hard nosed. Yes. You, I tell you, know, you what, uh, he pulled my know. son through his father and I's divorce. He was there. Freddie was there supporting him. He was there mentoring him, coaching him. When my son, his the right after this was literally like maybe weekends before his dad and I separated, he was at a state powerlifting meet. He set a record, but he blew his back out. And two months after his dad and I separated, he ended up having to have back surgery. That was his sophomore year. He mm. just that was the first year he got to start. That was their first really good year at a state run. You right, know, right. Morley had made all district and all sin law as a sophomore. I mean, he worked his butt off to get that starting position as a sophomore. Him and John LeGlue. Him and John mm-hmm. LeGlue are the same age. And uh, they started together that sophomore year. And Morley blew his back out and he had to have back surgery. Freddie came up there with me and sat with me that whole day while Morley was having back surgery. That whole day. He left when Morley went into recovery. He went and got some of the team. I'm going to cry. He went and got some of the team, and they were there when Morley came out of recovery and came into a room. And he gave Morley a Bible, and he sat with him. That, that, there are no words. Right. There are no words for what he invests. And not just him, but it's his family, too. Because, I mean, a lot of people don't realize that if they're not parents that are growing up with athletes or if you're not an athlete yourself, you don't respect the fact that it's not just that coach on the field, that wife yes. or that husband or their children. Yes. It is a family commitment. Yes, yes. Because it's taking time away from their family time Constantly. to do that. Yes. And that takes a whole never. that's a whole breed of person. Right, right. And that's not it's, for everybody. It's you have to understand you have an adopted family. Yes. That you did not agree to. Yeah, you didn't you, sign you, papers you, for. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, you're agreeing to an entire family outside of yourself. And guess what? You don't even know what your family members are called. Like, people can call your phone today and be like, need you. I got to go. Who you going out there with? Well, Chris. He didn't go on hand and law. He he locked out. I gotta go grab him. Oh, oh, okay. Got to go find because, him. Because 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 guess what? That's your adopted family, but you never knew Chris before. My wife. And that's that's why when I start everything, I have to go in and thank her for allowing me to be me. Mm-hmm. To for allowing me to go ahead and have that passion for coaching because it's definitely a calling. Let I, I'm I'm telling you, preaching, coaching, <laughs> counseling, anything like that. It is that, a calling. It is a yeah. calling. And I'm gonna tell you. It ain't going to call you to be rich. I'm going to tell you that. No. <laughs> but it'll call you to invest in the people's lives. Yes, yes. You're and, investing yeah, in people. people. In, in people. In, yes. And, and here's the thing with an investment. You pray 
for a return. Mm -hmm. And the return from a coaching standpoint is when a young man or a young lady comes up to you and say, all of the lessons that you taught me then, I'm able to apply them to my life now, and I'm teaching them to my children. I get that constantly right now, Coach, from people that I've had the opportunity to coach because they allow themselves, watch this, trust, Big word, vulnerability. Mm -hmm. Allowed themselves to be vulnerable enough to let me come into their lives and place just a little bit of me inside of them. And once we were able to get to that point, I grabbed their heart, they grabbed mine, and we've been walking with each other. Even though life has taken us down different paths and gone different ways, they always come back and say, Coach, I'm thankful. I'm appreciative. And I can tell you, coaching with Coach Hallman taught me how to reach those children that most people didn't want to have anything to do with and invest in them and spend time. And knowing that when I was working with him, Coach, I'm going to tell you now, I knew that my time was going to have to be dedicated to doing what I was doing because <laughs> there was there was none of this other stuff. It was what we were doing. Football was football, and it was our time. And, you know, hey, I knew I had a family. Man, I was just married. And my wife was like, hey, what are you doing? It's like 8.30 <laughs> at night. It is you, it, it, you driving from Bunky, and, mm -hmm. and I had to tell her, say, look, this is just kind of the way the things are set up. And she accepted that and allowed me to be able to do that because she knew that we had a major calling on our lives to invest into other people. And so when you find people who are willing to invest, who are willing to do what Coach Hallman did, go to the hospitals, go visit your children when they're in trouble, have those conversations with them that you don't even know sometimes that we're having. You have to sit back and say, you know what? God has a perfect plan for those persons in our lives, and they help us to make it through some really rough and difficult times. And so I'm humbled to, have, to know Coach Hallman, but I'm humbled that I'm in the position that I'm in right now to be able to do some of the same things that he has done and did for a number of years. Let me go ahead and tell you this, Coach. We go ahead and end and, and, because and, we'd have made it to that hour point. Yeah. We have <laughs> we have um, something that we have, Miranda, we have is our word of the day Ooh. that is in. Now, you can speak upon anything that you want to, something in the community, something that you need that, that has an impact on your life that needs to be heard by individuals that are listening. I'm going to let Coach Clark go ahead and start off, and then so you get an idea of how the word of the day starts. Man, I tell you what, I, I was thinking about this as I was coming in today, Coach, and I was dealing with girl basketball, because that's what I'm coaching right now, girls high school basketball. We're going through training, and I have this one particular young lady who's learning how to shoot a jump shot, and she's trying to get her mechanics right. She has good shot, and it goes in sometimes, but her mechanics kind of get off sometimes. And what she has a tendency to do is she likes to play it in her mind. So she's never over the last play trying to get to the next one. So she's going through the drills, and you can see she's thinking about, where did I make my mistake? Where was my hands? How did I mess up? Instead of just shooting the next shot. And so I had to write on a piece of paper, too. I said, read this. On one side, I said, flip it over. And on the other side, I said, stop thinking so much, relax, and have fun. And I think for so many people in life, we overthink everything. We never relax, and we don't have any fun. If I can share anything with anybody that's listening to us tonight, is I want people to stop thinking so much. Stop overthinking every process that you go through. Sometimes you just got to learn to go through 
through it, get to the next moment, and shoot the ball again. And once you've done that, guess what? Do the process over again. Relax and have fun because this is a journey. This is a marathon. It's not a sprint. So as soon as you realize that this is where we are, this is where we are, and this is what we need to do, life becomes just a little bit sweeter than the day before. So that's my word of the day. Stop thinking, relax, have fun. Right. Mm. All right. All right. And I really got to follow up behind that. Huh? <laughs> oh, look, 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 look. We are in this thing. I guarantee 93 <laughs> didn't go in and deal with that. You know what I'm uh, Actually, <laughs> I hold my mic quite frequently at 93. Right. <laughs> so I would definitely say, you know, it's sort of funny that that's what you went with because I would say authenticity. Um, and I use that word a lot because it takes a strong person to sit down and look at yourself and be authentic to yourself and be authentic to everyone else that you run into. You know, I, I agree with you. Fear, fear is the biggest thing that haunts all of us overthinking it, but you know, quit overthinking, spend some time with yourself, figure out who you are, what you want, what you, what is your purpose? What are you here for? And be authentic to that. So that would be my word of the day. I'd like to go ahead and thank Miranda, a, a, a great friend of mine. And I've been, thank you for even answering my my Facebook uh, of, of, of request to, to even say, hey, you know what? I'll come on. Uh, I definitely want to go ahead and say thank you to all of the people out there that has definitely helped me in, in all of my, uh, in my life, my teachers, uh, that I've had at Northwood, just even talking about Northwood makes me feel good. But my word of the day is happy birthday. <laughs> I have had two of the most important people in my life. Um, they were born, um, on October the 3rd and October the 4th in my life. Um, And I constantly said, happy birthday, enjoy your birthday. Mm -hmm. But it made me think we have to accept our own birthday Mm -hmm. that we are allowing outside people to go ahead and actually bless us and to Mm -hmm. give us these feelings to say, happy birthday. I'm excited that it's your birthday. But inside, sometimes we kind of, have this mindset of it's just another day. No, it is never just another day. Right. You need to celebrate. Yes. Celebrate. If, if, even if it's just with yourself. Yes. Yes. It's it's a blessing to be able to celebrate each year of life. Yes. I, that's why I proudly say I am 44 years old. You'll never hear me lie about my age. Exactly. Because I have earned every one of them years. See, <laughs> That's the moment of where you earn it. That's the way that you not just ingest it, but you digest Mm -hmm. what you're saying. And your body is going to understand that I am happy to have these gray hairs. Mm -hmm. See, I am happy that, you know what? My knees may be popping, but guess what? These knees still work. 
you understand the blessings that you have to make it to this. Dealing with this pandemic and dealing with this COVID and dealing with taking so many of our friends, I want to go ahead and mention Spanky Spangler, mm. a, a, a person that I know very well, and I teach his son. I went to high school with and, Spanky. And he is not with us in the same age. And I know he loves his son. I know that we are faced with so many things today that other people are celebrating what we should be celebrating. I want us to always think that today in our presence is a present to us. When we open up our eyes, we need to be thankful. We need to live in the moment. And I'm not talking about doing crazy stuff, but I'm talking about what we talked about was living in today in our happiness. I am sitting exactly where I want to be right now. I am at my happiest state that I can be at 828. Is it that late? Yes. <laughs> yes. I got to be up early in the morning. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> now, thank you for everything that you go ahead and gave us. Now, I want you to go ahead and give a plug. Go ahead and tell us when you're on. Make sure that you oh, go ahead and yeah. tell everybody because we're on Spotify. So some people out there might not even be from here. They may not go know. Ahead and say, hey, give us, give us something. Here we go. So this is Miranda with Q93, Alexandria's number one hit music station. And you need to tune in every weekday morning from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. And listen to Josh and Miranda on Q93 FM for some sunshine for your soul, baby. <laughs> I couldn't have gone in and said it better. Look, people out there always remember good luck and God's to game time. Community. This is game time. Family. It's game time. Awareness. There are moments when game time gets serious. And always remember, good luck and Godspeed and Godspeed and Godspeed.